What is up, everybody? It's Logan Tulik coming another special, special edition of Fairs Never Final Podcast. Fairs Never Final Podcast. Uh, this one we're going to call Strength in the Struggle. Strength in the Struggle. Um, DeMarco Tillman is my special, special co-host. Shout out to Propel by Tillman. Um, for all your faith and fitness needs, please tap in with Propel by Tillman. Um, how you feeling, Coach? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great, man. I'm excited to talk about this today, man, because you and I both, we come from the struggle. We come from, you know, a lack of stability. You know, when it comes to mentors and being around people who are successful, we don't come from that. But we had a few good ones that helped us understand the struggle. Um, So really just want to talk about how the struggle can be very beneficial if you direct it, if you use it. It's a weapon if you use it because you come out of the struggle, you're so much stronger than anyone else. You're kind of at a head start. You get a head start when you come from the struggle. And a lot of people don't know that. Because they think, oh, you're from the struggle, it's, it's tough. Oh, man, you need a handout. No, I don't need a handout because when I make it out, that's when it changes. That's when uh-huh. I'm, I'm loose with it. So, yes, sir. Yeah. And, I, and I think for me, DeMarco, that's so true because I think back to times when I was my down in my lowest, sad, sad, low, down, bad, and depressed is that what I remember thinking is just like, this is what I'm going through, but it's going to mold me who I need to be. For example, when I was going through a transition, you know, I got invited back to the team at Michigan from playing at Akron. And, you know, I ended up, you know, cutting ties with whatever situation I had going on. I ended up living in an abandoned dope house. And I was blessed to be there, you know. But at the same time, it's like, man, there's holes in the wall. You know, it's real rats and roaches in this thing. But the thing that I think God was showing to me is that if you can kneel before me, you can stand in front of anybody. Mm. I mean, and the thing that was so crazy that I was just playing on ESPN 2 two months ago. You know what I mean? And beyond that, six months ago, I was playing on Fox, you know, with the University of Michigan mm-hmm. for the first time. And who would have knew? You know what I'm saying? And I think for me is that, like, all my kids, I get so fired up when we get a chance to do motivational content like this because I remember being that kid that was, you know, falling to the wayside and really falling into the the gaze of the quick mm-hmm. dollar. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? The lower social economic status, like, the things that comes with that. You know, I wanted to be, like, the people that I've seen in my life. You know, people were doing things that weren't the most positive, you know? And so I always tell every student athlete or any person or any person in general that cares what I got to say. If you want it as bad as you want to breathe, then you're going to be successful. You know, I remember seeing that video and getting exposed to Eric Thomas at like mm-hmm. 2000 and yeah, whatever. Yeah, I remember that. You know, <laughs> and then since then, you know, stuff's been crazy and I've been blessed to be able to meet him and it's just like, um, the thing that I've learned from him is that social media is just free enterprise. You know, one thing that was funny, we were sitting here watching the other day, he said, you know, I'm not a speaker, I'm a business. You know, that's just a title that they put on me, you know. Mm-hmm. And as I think of myself as more of just a brand and a business, not just a professional athlete, not just a coach, not just someone who wants to be uncommon, but someone who's a business. Yeah. You know, I think that has really helped me. But one thing, too, just in closing, is just like the struggle, is, it should, in my opinion, it should really be your best friend. Because in my opinion... All the, all the rain that comes, you know what I'm talking about, it's what it is. But how do you walk through the mud? How do you stand on your yeah. ten toes? You know, how do you put the steel in your spine when, you know, it all falls down? You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, like, when the people that depend on you the most need to be cared for, can you do it? Yes or no? And if you didn't, I feel like you folded, you know? And that's the thing. Realizing that, hey, man, you got to stand up for the people around you. Sometime at a young age... 
for, for example, I had to be the strength of my family sometimes. So my mom was doing things, and she was she wasn't as stable as possible. Uh, my grandparents they needed help financially. We went through it growing up. I remember, man, coming to the refrigerator, and it was you know nothing there. Or going to the cereal box, and uh, roaches were coming out, or you know uh, coming downstairs and like, grandma, we got something to eat. Nah, we working on it. You know, and that that humbled me so much. That I said. Hey, man, I got to be different than everybody around me. People think I'm some special kid or something. Oh, he made it because he did this and did that. No, no, I made it because I seen my grandma and them struggle. I seen my mom and them struggle. My daddy wasn't around. I never had nothing. So I said, I got to be better because of that. A lot of people don't have that. Like, so with that comes comes a lot of mental challenges. So when I when I got older, I said, hey, man. The world can't do anything to me because I done seen it. I done lost friends. I done lost, I done seen gangs. I done seen violence. I done seen it all. I've been there. Juvenile. A lot of people don't know that, man. I went to juvenile at a young age. But that that built me, man. So, and closing for me, man, I just think people need to understand, man, life ain't about being perfect. And if you go through struggle young, it's not over for you. It's over for you when you quit. Like, like this podcast states, failure is never final. So, in general, bro, just keep going. You got to keep going and use your situation to propel you because if you don't, you're going to get caught and trapped in that situation. And the biggest thing that I will ask you is that if you don't do it, who will remember? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest thing that I think of to myself is at the end of the day, um, you never want to, the worst thing that can happen is being stuck somewhere you don't deserve to be. Man. You know what I mean? And in my mind, I deserve to be on the NFL team. You know what I mean? I deserve to be a professional athlete going into my fourth year instead of just my second one, you know? I mean, but being faithful with you is what allows you to be blessed with many, you know. And just to a testament to that, you know, I'm coaching at the number two public school in the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's just so ironic because, you know, um, when I was, it, I had an interview with another place and it just wasn't the right fit, you know. And I remember, you know, just being down bad and, you know, going to do an Instacart, you know, crying to have my little glasses on so nobody could see me. But I was just so embarrassed. But I felt though it was like being faithful with you, you know. It was like, are you going to burn the boats and are you going to put your whole life on the line for what you want, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you're not, I think you're wasting your time. And I think it's just so funny, like, God puts people around you, and it goes back to that story of, you know, he sent you a boat here. Do you need help? No. <laughs> I got it. Sent you another one. <laughs> oh, I need help. Oh, they weren't interested in helping you. Another person came, you need some help? No, nah, I don't like them. I don't get along with them. I don't need no help. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I think the biggest thing that God is just revealing to me is that you have everything you need. I think when we work from the inside out, not the outside in, things become a lot simpler. And one, and my last point I want to make is stay in phase one. To my athletes who want to be division one, that's cute. But now I want to know what your, your DMO is. What's your daily method of operations? Daily method of operations. What's your battle rhythm? When you what wake up, you what doing? are you thinking about? You yeah. know what I mean? Are you watching podcasts? Are, are you, you watching saying? YouTube videos of who people who are successful? What, what, are you, what are you feeding your brain with? You yeah. know? That's the biggest thing that I would ask. So, you know, you can, you will, you must. Um, I'm going to shoot it back to Coach DeMarco. Mm-hmm. Uh, any final thoughts? Yeah, um, and I'm going to shoot one back at you in a minute after this. But check this out. I want people to, to really take a second to think about this. Why is it that people who are from the struggle get to the top and they're like, man, I'm feeling good. I've been through this, I've been through that, opposed to people who have never struggled. Then they have just a little bit of trouble and they can't get out of that. So I, that just, I just want to validate the point that coming from the struggle and making it out of the struggle. Now, when you're in the struggle, you can't see out sometimes. That's where faith comes in and all that. But when you make it out, you're so much more armored for life. 
because you okay i've been here i know what's happening here you got that experience experience is the key to everything and i'm learning that every day on the fire department i thought i knew a lot man then i, I had a fire one day and it was like yeah, you didn't have experience in that. Then I had another fire, and then I, I, I took everything I learned from the last fire, and I was a more efficient firefighter. And I did the same thing with life. I just, it's just all about repackaging and rebranding what you learn every day you can. And I want to ask a question from you, love. Yep. Like with this football thing and with sports and all that, is that the C-R-B-R? be all Like, yeah, we struggled growing up, and all we ever knew was sports. Is that the C-R-B-R? be all no, I think it's a, a nice vehicle, but with me and like my athletes I coach now, I think I always want to make a point to them is that you're not your sport. You know, you're a man beyond anything. And I think the development of your brand is everything. You know, for example, um, as a coach now, um, I try to be leading everything I do. You know, I make mm-hmm. sure that my players can see me having a sense of urgency. And what that boils down to is like, I promised myself Deshaun is not going to have any Christmas where he's disappointed. You know and, what I mean? Yep. And, and, and another question for you. Can we speak to the guys who aren't the superstars? Can yeah. we speak to the guys who ride the bench, who have a dream, but they're crying every day because they didn't get to play against the rivals or they didn't get in the game? What would you say to those guys who are juniors or seniors who aren't superstars? Is it over for them? No. I mean, the biggest thing that I would say is get creative, you know, and how bad do you want it? For example, um, when I say that is, what do you do when you wake up? You know, a lot of people say, I don't have time. Okay, mm-hmm. that's BS to me. You know what I mean? Have you ever sat and written out every minute of the day? You know what I mean? And I think I thank, really thank God for, you know, A plus D1 and Coach Rod and stuff like that, you know, really revealing things about, you know, just the, the business. But beyond that, you know, it's just your personal value. You know what I mean? Um, I never do anything, you know, for, you know, attention or anything like that. But, you know, from being able to be out here and have people take the content in, you know, take the ideas in and be motivated by it. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's powerful. Like, for example, um, T. Roseberg, one of my linemen from LT2 FBA, you know, the kid's like 11 years old. He sent me two pages of notes the other day. You know, and when I think of collegiate football, you mm-hmm. know, as a coach, which I will be one day, you know, I just think, man, speak. I love things like that. You know, I want a lineman that knows what, how, when, where, why, and has a question. You know, because you can mold that. Yeah, you know, and but the biggest thing that I'll make a factor of and tell you guys that are not on the bench yet, there's a not off the bench yet. There's a reason why you're not. You know, and being honest with yourself and finding out why that is and attacking that mm, is true. what can really help you out. You know, for me, um, the biggest thing that I like to tell kids is that your self-worth is not derived from your athletic ability. You know what I mean? It's a cool vehicle and it's fun, cute, and fine. But whatever your role is, if you don't like it, do something about it. You know, you can either be mad or get motivated. So that's the thing I'll tell them. All right, man. Yeah, I like it. So, man, the struggle, man, it's a blessing if you use it. If you stay in it, you won't see it. You got to get out of it. Got to get out of it. Y'all be well. Yep, and that is it. You can, you will, you must. We love you. We appreciate you. We we want to keep pushing you forward. So if there's anything that we can do, please submit any topics, anything like that, any prayer requests. All right, you can, you will, you must. We love you. Thank you. Bye.